episode 295 of the Global Formasia Podcast Special Edition Coronavirus. 27 different people on the ground dealing with it as Amazon sellers, cross-border traders, and interesting insights. Let's do it. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight-up, actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. Thank you, everybody, for choosing to listen to the Global From Asia podcast audio edition. <clears throat> this is a video version, too. Well, this clip is just me and the microphone, but I... Uh, I'm going to put this on YouTube as a video, at least the meat of this podcast. If you want to check it out, we'll also embed it in globalfromasia.com slash coronavirus. It's been uh, taking over my life. I talk about it also in the uh, main section of the podcast. But it's not just me. It's not just you. It's everybody. Anybody doing anything with Amazon. I mean, of course, people. a lot of people might not have Chinese suppliers, but most people do and it's just going on and on and on so i uh i don't know we never know what's going to exactly happen but this show will be going online march 4th 2000 march 3rd 2020 right at the beginning of march so a lot of people think we'll be getting back to normal at that time but things uh things are hard to predict some people think it's going to just be the, we're still the tip of the iceberg so i don't want to be the one blab you know blabbing of course this is mostly me talking but i'm reading off different quotations we have images basically we put the images of the different people and their background and what they submitted to us you know this was a poll we talked to our gfa vip members and experts in our community and industry to really hear what's happening with with this coronavirus and how it's affecting them and i hope this is interesting to you i hope this makes you feel at least not alone it might scare you more it might make you feel better it might make you think get some new ideas and i think that's my job as the host or the whatever I am, blogger, talker, etc. I also have to say, I I, uh, I got into Wall Street Journal. I was quoted in Wall Street Journal about this coronavirus while I was making this episode. I talked to a reporter, John, there, and uh, got included. We'll link that in the show notes. It is a paywall, though, and uh, but it's worth it. I paid. I paid for. I, I got a subscription to Wall Street Journal now. For now, but uh, that was pretty insightful. And I'm, I didn't happen yet, but maybe we'll add it in show notes, but I might be on Yahoo Finance TV live on Skype, 4 a.m. Manila time. I'm going to wake up, put my alarm. I wake up early anyways. Honestly, I wake up because of the freaking my wife and kids in China. I wake up early anyway and just get nervous in the middle of the night. So maybe I'll wake up naturally anyway, but I got the alarm for 3.15 a.m. Friday to do this so maybe that'll also be here this coronavirus has taken over everything i was in bbc also but let's get into the show all right and i really i really want to try to be helping you and i hope this gives you some insights makes you not feel alone maybe you get some new ideas and hopefully some most of these people are right saying early march things get back to normal okay here you go as of now, we are still doing Cross-Border Summit 2020. Save the date, November 19th and 20th. Honestly, we've delayed opening tickets. We have the venue pretty much locked in, and we have amazing speakers lined up. Some speakers are delaying, confirming, because of this whole coronavirus thing. It's just taken over the world. So while we're not yet opening tickets, save the date. 
we're gonna do it unless something happens, even if it'll be a small group of people in a campfire in Thailand. Chiang Mai, Thailand, November 19th to 20th. If you're really a super fan, you can come a day early for the VIP mastermind. Stay a day after for some additional fee workshops. And we're even gonna do some touring of some markets and factories in North Thailand after. It's gonna be an amazing one. We've decided to put more of our energy in one event a year rather than having all these smaller events. So crossbordersummit.com slash Thailand. Hope to see you there. Save the date. All right. Thank you, everybody. This is a special edition of the Global From Asia podcast, also as video. And if you're watching on a video, I'll have the pictures of the quotes of the different people we're talking to for this special edition. As of recording, we have 27 different experts in our community and our GFA VIP membership and our expert network that have given us their insights of what they've been happening as cross-border e-commerce, Amazon FBA sellers, traders between China and the rest of the world. So it's going to be a very interesting one. I'm basically going to, we did this huge survey. We collected all this data last couple of weeks. Been a lot of work. I'm really proud of what our team has done. And uh, I'm just a face that gets to read this. Um, Thank you to those experts that contributed. Let's just go right down the list. First one is PJ Entrepreneur. Thank you, PJ. Uh, he's also here in the Philippines. I'm recording today from Manila. He's down at Davao. He runs Global Innovation Incubator. He's a, he's a brand expert, always uh, has been contributing to the community. And he says it's the uncertainty that is the big uh, keyword, the big problem, because we don't know how bad it's going to get. As of recording, I don't even know when to record. I'm trying to record this when we release it, but we're recording right at the end of February. This show will go online in early March, uh, March 4th, I believe, 2020. But it just seems like it's spreading now around the world. I don't think he even uh, got to uh, put that into his quote before it was getting over into the Middle East and Europe. But basically, yeah, he, it's, he's grateful he escaped Hong Kong in the protests. I saw him uh, sharing on social media with the vandalism happening. Um, and he's just been reducing his trips to uh, Hong Kong and mainland China, as a lot of us are. Let's go to the next person. Our next person is Rollins. Petrovic, he's been great. He's come to a lot of our cross-border summits he's in our community. He's based in Taiwan. He's from... Europe and he is you know um, he's really nervous about the whole year he filled it out it's a big disaster he has uh, suppliers in Nanjing and also in Shenzhen and they're just tr struggling to get things back going he has 25 purchase orders frozen without unknown delivery dates he's got his own customers are canceling their purchase orders to him and going other where they're even willing to pay more money um, and he's running out of stock. You know, he's getting a lot, lot of different losses happening. Uh, he's, you know, he thinks it's going to be a ripple effect. He's going to, well, actually now I think since it's been submitted, it's going to other countries. We're talking about Italy lately, Middle East, but he didn't, that wasn't in the news when this, uh, when he submitted this, but, uh, you know, he thinks it's going to be early April or even summer it's going to go into. Our next is uh, one of the nicest guys I know, Chris Thomas, the Australian seller. Definitely check out his podcast. I've been on his show. He's been on my show. Um, and he says, yeah, there's things have been getting better for him. But basically, there's lots of red tape and a lot of things before they can get started again. His suppliers are in Guangzhou, in the south of China. 
There's government inspectors. <sighs> He's thinking maybe the earliest. Well, this show has already gone live February 24th, but prior more like mid-March. But there's just a lot of red tape he's dealing with. Brent Deverman, he's a, a great friend and uh, another internet entrepreneur and content marketer. We had him on the show talking about WeChat. He's he started Shenzhen Party. He just says it's a really tough, uh, a really tough situation. He also has a blog post on Shenzhen Party that you can check out at now Shenzhen. So we have that linked up on the on the blog post at globalformation.com/coronavirus. And uh, he's part number. F- Four. All right, let's move forward. Hope this is interesting. Number five, Davide Nicolucci. We just did a great podcast, or excuse me, webinar. He's also been on a podcast about uh, PPC for the for the community, and it's great. And he's really been supporting what we do. But um, he's also having trouble. He says uh, he's a consultant for Amazon sellers, and of course, he's getting uh, it's hurting his clients. It's delaying their stock, and you know. Big delays with the you know delivery of services, customer services. He's still waiting for documents from the bank. Uh, everybody is going to be hit with this in the e-commerce industry. Um, it's slowing down production. There's going to be some winners. Um, and he also links to a, another article by uh, Eric Heller, which we uh, will link in the blog post. Next expert, Rico. Rico from Source. Source Find Asia, also the Made in China podcast, another another content marketer and uh, amazing person in the community, and of course, um, his he's lucky. Uh, we're all mostly lucky. I, I actually haven't talked to people personally that have uh, had deaths or, or, or illnesses in their network, but his his team is he has an office in Guangzhou where he does his sourcing. I met him here in Manila. I think he's uh, relocating to Manila. I don't know if I want to share too much of his story but basically he also has a youtube channel i link to his thoughts on it but um he he has some issues where he the office is closed he still has to pay rent his workers can't get into office in guangzhou um 250 shipments in our entire year of last year and only two got flagged he's getting a lot more uh, shipments getting flagged um a lot more scrutiny for each shipment um Basically, it just seems like um, it's going to be a big disaster. And then, yeah, he says after Chinese New Year, he's supposed to go back to China. He, I met him in Manila, and he is still staying optimistic. But um, it's just going to really screw things up for we don't know how long. Renault Angera, another amazing content marketer. He does amazing things, and he is from Sophist Limited where he does quality control and he does amazing things there. He is, uh, sounds a little bit scary. He says, we fear the worst in the cases of factories might have closed forever. The tooling might be lost, such as, you know, the molds and other investments the customers made. And finding another source might take a long time. Um, and then basically he says uh, a lot of his FBA clients, because he does this as a service, uh, are not getting responses and he's worried that they might not come back and do business at all and uh you know basically delivery delays shipment delays shipping by air is hard and uh seaports have reduced capacity so yeah it's uh, he's a little bit uh scary here uh got the air got the air is a great belgium seller e-commerce business owner and entrepreneur and he um 
basically hasn't he didn't get his shipment out before chinese new year i i think people listening know chinese new year is a big deadline for your shipments so if you don't get it out you're in trouble so he uh you know if you miss the deadline you're like well you're stuck for like a few weeks and then he can ship after chinese new year but now he hasn't gotten it sent out still because it's still stuck in guangzhou even as when he submitted this chris young from heroic adventures he says um he says there's lots of travel deals but of course you know i guess yeah it's true you can cheap get cheap flights or maybe you don't have to fly um but he's not traveling too much right now uh he's a travel blogger so it's two-sided he says um there's many deals but of course we don't want to risk getting sick so it's just a really crazy time to be a travel junkie as chris is another chris christopher christopher moore close friend of mine also an internet marketer he's based in hong kong and he's on lockdown he's been staying home he's wearing masks he's stocking up on toilet paper you know he says uh he's lucky he can work online I, you know i've mostly been working online too but he does go for his daily walk with a mask and uh he's uh basically working at home i had to stick myself in here uh, that's me i don't know if i like my photo if you're watching the video but basically my whole life is torn apart because uh, I left to Manila for business with Alpha Rock Capital and thinking I could go back to China when I when I need to. Um, my wife wants to spend time with her family. But uh, basically what happened is she's, uh, you know, I, I don't know, I guess I could go back. Do I go back? But, uh, you know, we're just feeling really squeezed. As far as Alpha Rock Capital, the, where I'm a partner, we have 10, ma 10 brands. We're... we're Mostly safe, of course, there's some of our SKUs are running low, some of our variations. Luckily, we stocked deep. That's one of the strategies we've always done when we, we buy businesses. So we're a little bit safe for now, uh, but we will be running out of stock on some soon. David Ho, he's uh, from Top Notch Partners, and he also has a swimming business. He's in lockdown in Shenzhen. He's an American-born, uh, mixed, mixed, mixed blood guy, good friend of mine. And he says, basically everything is stopped. Uh, basically, especially in China, he says you have to do these face-to-face -face meetings a lot. But now it's uh, it's trying to do online, but Chinese are not as yet adapted to doing online. So it's basically being not as effective. Um, he says production has started, but even though production's open, a lot of workers haven't been able to get back to work basically because they can't move people or goods through the country. And he's also an owner in a swimming business, which is uh, very interesting. They do swimming for, for kids mostly and for training industry. And basically that's all basically stopped. There's a course, you know, swimming, you're getting to close contact, but uh, he says the winter, winter is slow season anyways, but of course, nothing is working for a swimming business inside china where you need to of course share liquid or water and uh you know potentially spreading anything um would be easy there um and he's he's based in shenzhen so he says he's not forbidden to leave his living complex but there's little to do outside as most of shopping complexes and others places he might meet friends are closed or on reduced hours so he says two to three trips to the grocery store a week are his highlights of the week. Um, and he's also a uh, owner of a PCB trading business. 
So it basically says it's just pushing out more delivery dates, slowing down sales. Uh, several trade shows have been postponed. Customers have canceled their visits to China. And uh, basically, uh, uh, I think that covers that. Ralph from Venturi, he's an amazing Amazon seller and consultant and expert on, on this. Um, he's in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And he's saying basically his suppliers are back to work, which is delayed production by three weeks. So seems like we see a trend as production has been starting for most of these people in the end of March, uh, end of February, 2020. But uh, the warehouse express services are shut down, had trouble sending to certain countries, but he doesn't have issues with his customers. He's being scared to get the virus from the packages. Orders are still fine. But he thinks for the industry, many companies are going to go out of stock and uh, shipping is a big problem right now. Helena, Helena's great. She's in back in Europe. She travels between Europe and China quite often. She does consultancy for suppliers at EPI Consulting and she does corporate social responsibility, circular economy, energy areas. So basically suppliers are just trying to get back to their basic work and trying to get people back to production. So sustainability, which is where she is, they're not really interested in that kind of work or uh, service right now. So um, she does think things are stabilizing with the Chinese uh, government and uh, she says it reminds her of a story in 1972, a Yugoslav small outbreak, which created martial law, and then it's totally eradicated it in three months' time. So she thinks what Chinese government has done is, is good to get rid of this virus as fast as possible, even though some people might not agree with this martial law of locking everybody down. As far as how she thinks it's going to affect the industry, she thinks the electronic supply chain is going to be um, working hard to find other solutions. And it's a good chance for factories to um, get into the supply chain of big corporations. Roland Bernath. Roland is a partner at Sistano with us. If you remember the e-commerce gladiator series, and I reached out to him. He's saying um, Canton Fair is canceled and he is in the de seasonal decoration business. So he's expecting this to get hit hard for Q4 when he thinks that the containers of March and April should have been arriving and stocked on the shelves. He expects products not to arrive and not being stocked. So he's slowly buying up out of season, meaning Halloween products now so that he can build up that inventory so that when the season comes he has it so he's expecting to get these at sale prices and have enough inventory for the fourth quarter for his seasonal business and as far as affecting the whole industry he says that it's affecting mostly manufacturers and he says a lot of the factories he works with are shut down and there's no supplies from China and then of course employees have nothing to do and he said he even talked to some of his Chinese friends that BMWs not able to ship BMWs with extras. So if you buy a car, a Beamer from the factory, you can't get seat warming <laughs> for right now. So that's a big letdown for those people buying the Beamers with the the uh, 
seat warming capability. We have one that's anonymous. We did let some people in our community submit it anonymously. He says he doesn't think it's anything special for him. It's affecting everybody. Just all of our uh, factories and shipping is more or less on pause. And he says he got this image from a factory. And uh, you can see the picture in the show notes at globalformation.com slash coronavirus. But it's basically listing out uh, all these different uh, showing that they have the hand sanitizer, they have gloves, that they're coming back to work. It's like a sales rep at the factory is trying to convince him that everything is back to normal. Sandra from Nat Bay, she was on one of our videos. They're a startup in a mox accelerator program doing Southeast Asia e-commerce, selling like luxury goods. And she says she's getting lots of people on her site searching for masks and hand cream that kills the germs. And basically she's doing more social media for branded masks. Like, cause she does designer fashion clothes at natbay.com. So she's trying to make more like unique designs of these masks for the fashion people to still have their fashion in their air masks. Nate Ginsburg, Sellerplex, all regular speaker and contributor here at the podcast. He's an amazing guy. He's been in Amazon for so many years. So he helps a lot of sellers and he works with some new sellers, but he, you know, he's saying that still Chinese factories are not back from the extended Chinese New Year. And he says there's one example of new sellers lacking inventory and waiting for new products. But it, of course, means a lost sales and delayed product launches. Of course, especially new sellers, new, new products. If you're out of stock or waiting for the stock to come, you got to delay your launch. And he says a new client they got was uh, delayed for a few weeks because this, the suppliers are still on break. You know, it's already long enough Chinese New Year. It's just going even longer. Chris Davey, friend of mine and uh, from FBA for you, it's an organizes great meetups at the Canton Fair and he is saying that he says most will return to return to work the first of March so hopefully when his podcast goes online most of you guys are getting back in stock he's running short of certain products that will affect sales in a few months but he does have a good stock situation hopefully better than his competitors but he still thinks he'll be out of stock if it goes until April or May. So he thinks it's going to actually affect, as far as the industry affects, he thinks that they're going to have bad quality at the factories, which makes sense, right? Because the factories are uh, going to have to find new workers. They're going to be over capacity. They're going to be really rushing jobs, trying to get things going, trying to train new workers. Also, the freight costs he thinks will be higher because there's going to be a lack of shipments and uh, a lot of... The, a lack of shipments you know so there's gonna be this huge push to get these shipments out but uh he thinks over march it should get better bennett little he's also a contributor and uh on the on the blog we have global gab column if you're on our newsletter at globalformation.com subscribe you definitely get a clip of his his contributions thank you for that bennett he's also in french canada in quebec and he uh he follows us closely he speaks chinese and he's been in china and asia many years and he's from the um, doing a lot of consulting with with manufacturers, and he says he's he yeah uh, he says it's not affecting him too much because he had all order shipped prior to Chinese New Year rush, and all the clients 
have avoided um, that because getting things up to speed. So it's true. A lot of people haven't been hit as hard because this happened right before China, during Chinese New Year. So people knew that factories would be slow to get back and to slow to get back. So how is it affecting the industry? And he says he read a Reuters report that a small business owner said about 33% can survive uh, for one month and 33% for two months and 18% for three. So he says he says his uh, chief of viral virology, sorry, it's hard, a lot of talking today, at the University of Hong Kong said, it could be unwise for anybody to be complacent that this virus is coming out of control. I guess he thinks uh, he thinks that the virus is going to continue to get worse. Um, it seems. Zach Franklin from Amazon Kung Fu, or he's also Panda Leap and uh, amazing Amazon marketer and consultant and uh, just affiliate marketer and community guy, speaker. He says most of business relies on health of overall e-commerce industry and Chinese Amazon sellers. Chinese sellers have been had have mostly had their customer support working, but other than that, things are shut, basically a forced holiday. Businesses are down more than 40%, and sellers won't fully be back up for a while. And he says every non-Chinese national he knows in Shenzhen has left, <laughs> and uh, or they're getting caught in lockdown. And he thinks it's going to be a long time before people even want to come back or will come back. And uh, it'll hard, take a long time for the economy, ecosystem, and the community to recover. And on a personal level, he says when he's walked outside in Shenzhen and saw everybody wearing masks, he got his first flight to Thailand, and he's been waiting there since, since to wait for this to blow over. So he's working on some projects that's been on the back burner for a while and reassessing everything he is doing. He's very thankful for the opportunities that he's able to work online and he can travel anywhere when he needs to. As far as how it affects the industry, Zach says, coronavirus has been like an atom bomb in the industry, complete disruption, supply chain, logistics, brick and mortar businesses. It's, it basically also exposes just-in-time inventory. He doesn't mention it, but of course, drop shippers. I talked to someone with 6,000 pending orders on a on AliExpress and uh, really getting crushed right now with chargebacks on PayPal. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's the weakness of not having your control of your own inventory or doing this, what he calls just in time. And uh, he says, nobody's optimistic about Chinese manufacturing and the diseases accomplished what the trade war has not, forcing brands to diversify their manufacturing bases to other countries like Vietnam, Mexico, and the U.S. are the real winners. Interesting. Thank you, Zach. Rose. Rose is great. She's very active in our community. If you go to our events, you'll see her there always. And she works as an interpreter and a translator in the community. And also she does her own e-commerce businesses. She's a very uh, an Amazon herself. I've been trying to get her even on the podcast. She's uh, she's really great. Um, she says, we want to get the orders at the beginning of February, but because of the because she knew the outbreak was coming, but uh, she says they're wait, waiting for it to get better and waiting for the machines to get started again. And as far as what she sees in the industry, people are starting to look really into other, fact, other factory locations, Thailand, India, just in case things can't get back to normal. Don, 
Don, I gotta get him on the show. Don, he he launched. Uh, he's a great crowdfunding expert. He's uh, also done uh, his own drama mayhem. I I backed him and I put it up. Uh, gave him a little bit of support there. Uh, we'd love to get him on the podcast. He's basically saying orders are stuck in China. He's getting fined for late shipping to his B2B accounts. And factories and logistics companies are still closed. Can't even get the right information of delivery times. And he says, everybody seems freaked out. And communication is much slower. Apart from business is just not happening. Yeah. And then Tom, Thomas from Landing Cube. He's great. He's uh, been on the show. He's also come to our events. Thank you, Thomas, for sharing. He says that he's noticed a huge drop of traffic in from China. And uh, even though his, he's based in Vietnam, most of his team, the, uh, basically he's seeing firsthand the government's lengths in Asia are taking to prevent, to prevent the spread. Schools are shut down and uh, a village of 10,000 has been quarantined. I guess he means in Vietnam. Business side of the coronavirus are not likely to end very soon. As far as effects on the industry, says employees being encouraged to work from home in China. That means factories can't get started and so many sellers can't get new orders. Florian, an amazing friend, uh, gotten to know over the years from the community and the events. Thanks for your support. I met in Chiang Mai. He's a seller in Germany, Amazon seller. And he just says um, salespeople are working from home, but basically they're just nothing's happening. Raw materials haven't started, so he's thinking things won't get started begin till the beginning of March. So hopefully when this podcast goes online, things will be getting back to normal. It's really tough. I try to time this right when it goes online. Keitra Jen, another partner at the Sisitano e-commerce gladiator series. And he has a software team. He's gotten into data analytics for e-commerce platforms and Chinese e-commerce. So he's working with Chinese programmers. And he says that some of the luxury brands have dropped 80% plus in sales. And he says all the clients that he's trying to help get into the Chinese market have put on hold. Um, and he says he's waiting for things to get settled. And he thinks that maybe one, there's going to be new opportunities for Chinese consumers that might have higher demands for personal care. So let's just try to stay optimistic and find new opportunities. And our last but not least, Daniel. Daniel is another guy in the community. He just recently moved to Hong Kong and he actually messaged me on WeChat. He's trying to find a job. And unfortunately for him, it's a bad time to find a job. He had two different offers get canceled due to the virus. And he has been just stuck at home in Hong Kong. So I hope, uh, I hope today's has helped you. I hope this has helped you. I hope uh, you um, get some insights. If you're a seller, if you're in the industry, if you're in trading, you're not alone. Don't take this hard on yourself. This is an industry-wide issue. Um, I'd love to hear what you would have to say. I, I also you know, try to make this as open as possible. I also was in a Wall Street Journal. Chris Davies was also mentioned in that article. I'll link it in the, uh, the show notes. But Wall Street Journal, I, we got to talk to them. And basically, everybody's in this boat. And... People are going to, it seems like April, maybe even March, April, May, people are start running out of stock. We're going to see what happens. And I feel really responsible as, uh, as in the space at Global From Asia here. This is what we talk about is cross-border trade, e-commerce, import, export. So I would love to hear in your comments what you're saying. We can also add to these 27 people. 
and add your insights as a comment or even as a quote in a podcast in the future. Um, thank you for watching all the way to the end. I hope this helped. I wish you the best in this very troubling time. Stay safe, stay healthy, and let's just appreciate what we appreciate what we have, okay? And uh, over and out. Are you an accredited U.S. investor looking to get exposure to the Amazon space? I know the coronavirus situation is crazy, but investors at Alpha Rock Capital should be at ease because we are well diversified with suppliers in China, India, and other parts of the world as well as America. If you want to get some exposure to this industry, as you know, I am a shareholder and partner at Alpha Rock Capital, and we would love to consider you joining us as an investor in our April round 2020. To learn more and get more information, we have a special landing page here at globalfromasia.com slash ARC, A-R-C for Alpha Rock Capital, where you can submit more information and connect with me and others about your situation on investing in Alpha Rock Capital. Thank you and hope to see you participating. So what did you guys think? Did you like that style? You know, I'm thinking about doing more of these roundup posts. Maybe I don't have to blab them all off on the podcast. You could always read these yourself. Some of my reading wasn't good. I don't know. I definitely sound like I was reading. If you want to watch the video version too, it's on globalfromasia.com slash coronavirus. Going down in history on that page. It's, it's like 5,000 words and 27 images of different quotes of different people. You can see their images if they if they let us. And... I don't know, I liked it. I think this is really what Global Major is about. You know, when we get these experts, we get these industry people. We got more interviews. I pushed our interviews back a week. So we have some other amazing guests coming up, as always. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Hong Kong time. And I'm just trying to figure out what to do. Honestly, I'm still still thinking about going back to China. You know, I just, my wife has been more open to it. Lately, she said not to do it, but maybe uh, maybe I'll do that. We'll keep you all posted, as always. See you next week. Thanks for listening and uh, maybe share this. Hopefully this one's shareable or if you are in the one is 27, you can share it. You can download the image, share it. Hopefully link to us, globalfromasia.com slash coronavirus. Try my best to make this unique and valuable and insightful. And I felt like it's my job to talk about this. So thanks again. Take care. Bye-bye. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.